This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. You guys, I know that we normally wait till the end of the episode to share our most anticipated movies, but I just can't wait. Oh, no. I am so excited to see the Man of Steel sequel starring Henry Cavill, Justice League Part 2, Wonder Woman 3, Green Lantern Corm, and Ben Affleck's Batman. It's going to be a great summer for the DC Extended Universe, guys. Joel. We're all excited, right? We're did all excited, him, right? Did you call him the Green Lantern Quorum? Corpse. <laughs> oh. Corp. Yeah, Corp. everything is a corpse from what you're saying. Yeah. but uh, Thanks, well, Joel. You're welcome. James Gunn. Thank you, DC Extended Universe, for holding strong <laughs> and continuing forward on the path that Kent wanted you to. Yeah. But welcome to Big Song, Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Airplane Etiquette Show, which, by the way, bonus points if you listen to it on an airplane. We had a few people do that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Bonus points. I cannot believe the outpouring of support and agreement that we received from this episode. It was kind of divisive, uh, though, at the was, same time. It was actually pretty divisive. Yeah, we, important we got, agreement for Kent. We got slammed a little bit for uh, Joel and I being right about reclining. Yep. And saying, Do most people agree with me or you guys? Most uh, people well, agree no, no, with no, no. you. If, fine, Kent, if Kent fine. can't read the comments, he doesn't get to know what's in them. <laughs> no, if there was, you don't read them, you don't know. I read a positive I mean, one on Instagram. Taylor Sanderson said, I'm with Kenny 3DD <laughs> on the seat reclining thing. It may only recline an inch, but when my legs already touch the seat, every inch is valuable. Yeah, yeah. but Hashtag he, he, be kind but don't he recline. came in second place that. at our anniversary <laughs> show so you know no there was it was comments about thanks taylor <laughs> uh essentially don't ever take off your shoes and then some people were said no it's, it's fine sometimes yeah. if you're clean no shoes then, on and off and seats back seats and, back uh, those are the two hot people, button wow people got angry um, about those yeah i think we had some disagreement we did right. and i don't have the comment in front of me but i know uh glow clan daniel mentioned that we didn't really talk about boarding as much that's true. Well, yeah. Well, Skimmed God, right over them it. gate lice. Yeah, gate lice. This people is that a new hover term. around the gate and don't let people like get in their lines yeah, or get sh- in there. Yes. Right. Well, that's, so that's bad. We didn't talk a ton about that. I, we kind of glossed over it, but gate lice was a term that I learned today, uh, uh, yeah. this past week. Then uh, just want to. This is a formal thing. Uh, just get a little serious here for okay. a second. Oh, take a we received a notice. Um, oh, when by we I mean Kent from R to the Mike. Oh, okay. Who mm-hmm. said earlier this month we reopened your application to attend Hilton Day? We did, uh, Mr. Dunn. <laughs> we did. Unfortunately, it was brought to our attention that you are an airplane anti recliner. <laughs> Due to this, we are unable to accept your request at this time. We look forward to your future submission. <laughs> so sad. So sad. <laughs> I, so next time. Maybe next year. We'll see. Just because Mike has letters after his name <laughs> with his job doesn't mean he can write such an official letter. I'm reaching out to Spencer. <laughs> no, it was funny because he said to me, he went, wait, wait. Hold on. I think I'll find the text here. He just said, is Kent really an anti-recliner? And I said, well, he's anti-most things. I'm tall. We established this. <laughs> and good looking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Zach, keep going. I actually love that. I was editing out this to like four times. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, did you to, I don't know if you know this, but you're tall. <laughs> what is you, that? You don't know? Do you don't know? You're That's tall. His new, his new ring tote. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I do also want to read some of the reviews we have. We get uh, reviews? Yes. Not about the, this last show in general, but just in general. Yeah, we uh, haven't done this podcast. in a while. Yeah, we haven't done this in a while. We thought we'd give some love to those who, who've, who've supported us through reviews. Yeah. So, for example, this one uh, comes from Mono Mono Duda. Love it. And it says, uh, Bacon Cell Pops, a must listen for me. These three are the best trio since LeBron took his talents to South Beach. That's a sports reference, Joel. Oh. I don't, I don't understand it, yeah. but I appreciate it. He played for Miami. But what does that do with the trio? I don't even know. We'll figure it out later. (laughs) I I have a review from Gwen Stacy's BFF, and uh, the uh, title is hashtag Team Kent. Yeah. 
I wonder why you're reading this one. Uh, five stars. It says, I look forward to Mondays because of these boys. Some of the best episodes are, in no particular order, any versus show. When a man loves some love songs, one and two, the best tunes on television, all the decade dances. Wow. We should do a decade Reach dance again. back. And celebrity mix up, match up, just to name a few. I love that review. Also, I'm not in any of those episodes. <laughs> No, you're Sad. in you're in a love songs episode. Oh, I'm in one of them. Okay, I'm okay. in one of those episodes. <sighs> Sorry. And then I have one more I want to read. This is from oh, K1IIZBOS5. Not a bot. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> the title is A Plus Podcast. This podcast is always entertaining to listen to. These three gentlemen play... Gentlemen? Oh, okay. Wow. Well, we got trio boys and gentlemen. Let me put All my right. monocle on. Mm. Uh, these three gentlemen play off each other very well and balance each other out. Their brackets are the best, and I always laugh while listening. Please give the show a listen. You will not regret it. Love it. Thank you, K1IIZBOS5. We appreciate you. And thank you to everyone who's leaving reviews. We really appreciate them. And uh, just a request from me, if you would like to leave a review, we would love to see that. And I also request, if you do decide to leave a review, can you make it about the show and not anything outside of the show? Thank yeah, you. sounds good. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? Coming this summer. Ooh. Some movies, maybe. Probably. We're, we'll see. We're talking about summer movies. They're Although, not delayed anymore. It's does, fine. Does it not feel kind of nice that we don't have to worry of if they're going to come out? Yeah. We used to make predictions on this show like, what, the previous two years, like 80% chance this movie comes out. Yeah. We essentially did but, the same show two years in a row. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But then we get, you know, Henry Cavill being announced as Superman and we're like, <laughs> booyah, this is going to happen this year. <laughs> Really? You're going to dig down again? A little bit. Oh. Uh, but no, we, we do this every year. It's kind of a traditional show that we do where we like to look at the movies uh, for the upcoming center. Yeah. Meaning from May to August. Right. That's what we're counting here. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the movies we want to bomb, five of them. And then we talk about the movies we want to succeed. And that's another five. Yeah. A little bit of negativity and positivity in there. That's Bacon Cell. Yeah. Bomb, bomb. So, should we get started? Let's get started. All right. Let's go. Uh, which one of you, you jokers are starting first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, Kent, what is your number five? So, this is your... We're going negative first. The You want to bomb. The ones you want to bomb slash avoid. Yeah, so, not the one you want to bomb the most. The one you want to bomb the fifth most. <laughs> so, you still want it to bomb a what's little your, bit? What's your fourth favorite reptile? Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, my number five is Indiana Jones 5. And the dial, and of the dial of destiny. You don't have like the slightest little whimsical of maybe it will be good in your heart. No. So after I get through the synopsis, I just shut that down. No whimsy, dead, <laughs> just dead. So I'll go through the synopsis and I'll give you my reasons because this might have been higher and now it's just number five. This does come out June thirtieth, and this is set in 1969 amid the space race. The American effort to beat the Russians to the moon brings with it some unco uncomfortable truths for Indy. From the trailer, I'm not getting that whatsoever. You're not getting Space Race? Not getting Space Race, although it makes sense given what they did with the previous Indiana Jones movie and kind of developing mm -hmm. it through time. But it, they're basically bringing it back to Nazis as villains again. Well, that's their bread and butter. Yeah. I mean, that's really where it works. Eh, except for it was kind of that in Crystal Skull. But yeah. No, it was Russians playing it's, Nazis. It's almost starting to feel like Indiana Jones Forrest Gump. He's just Like around, he was there during big times. Yeah, for, around for big events. Yeah. In the fridge. When they're testing the nukes. It's fine. We yeah. defended the show. So there are reasons this movie will be good. It's directed by James, James Mangold. I, I feel it will be a well-made movie. Because he's directed one of the best dad movies of all time in Ford v. Ferrari. Logan. And, and then Logan, yeah. which is fantastic. 
And this is a Disney movie under Kathleen Kennedy, and that's a negative. Uh, it does star Harrison Ford, and this is, he said, his final time in the role. And then also Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag. And so that's a positive, and then once again, a negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of where I am on this. This is two hours, 22 minutes. You don't like Fleabag? I've only seen an episode, and I like it, but it doesn't belong. That kind of uh, comedy doesn't belong in Indiana okay. Jones. Okay, yeah. I see. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I, I when I saw that she was attached to this, I kind of went, It's a weird choice. So... Uh, and then once again, this will be some positive, some negative, because maybe three months ago, there were rumors, but pretty good rumors that the end of this movie would have really kind of made the fan base quite upset. Would have? Would have. And this would have been seen as easily the worst Indiana Jones movie, worse than Crystal Skull, because Whoa. of what they were doing with the franchise. And after they heard that, they did significant reshoots, and they re-edited the movie from what I saw and what the runtime shows. And I think they cut out Phoebe Waller-Bridge like 50% of her role. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And there was meant to be... Did an they Indiana. add in Tignataro? Yeah. <laughs> that's, an, that's a, that's a that's deep cut baseball. right there. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, I think the ending we would have got was going to be bad until there was an uproar. And I think we're going to get a pretty okay movie. Honestly, I feel like this movie should just end uh, riding off into the sunset, you know, like the third one did. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah. be done. Yes. But we'll see. I'd agree. And I do think the franchise is at its best when they deal with the religious artifacts. Granted, that's only been two of the four. And arguably, those are the best movies. Do you know... But you're not counting Temple of Doom as religious artifacts because it's not Christian religious artifacts, Ken? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, <laughs> is George Lucas attached to this project? He is not. Because I feel... And uh, Steven Spielberg is not directing. Ultimately, not producing. That, that is where the kingdom of the Crystal Skull fell short. It really mm-hmm. felt like Spielberg was like, George keeps bugging me to make this movie... So we're going to go for it. It's his story. It's dumb, but I'm going to do the best I can with mm-hmm. it. And so it's like not a Spielberg-y movie. Yeah. And so I wonder if that will serve this well, is the lack of George Lucas. Maybe. Spielberg did say he, he saw this movie and he's like, wow, I, I couldn't have done it better myself. Granted, um, that's the like, last one was really bad. That's what James Cameron says about every Terminator remake that comes out yeah. mm-hmm. and like how they turn out. That said, maybe this will be like really good closure for all of us since 4 happened. So you're thinking of it better than Crystal Skull. But no, I think it'll be diminishing returns. Mm. Truly, deep inside, why do we need this movie? We just don't. Joel, you're number five. When hinges creak in doorless (laughs) chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, we get another Haunted Mansion movie? So Haunted Mansion comes out July 28th, directed by Justin Simeon, uh, who directed Dear White People. And um, stars Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Dane DeVito, Rosario Dawson, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto. Yeah. It's kind of a grab bag of, of people here. Haunted Mansion. Why? Here's the plot summary. A single mom named Gabby, because that's important. I have to be to put the name in there. <laughs> a single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help exercise their newly bought mansion after sc- discovering it's inhabited by ghosts. Joel, I want you to rewrite every IMDb. <laughs> I could. The synopsis that you don't like. Oh, I should. Look, they tried this 20 years ago. Yes, it was Eddie 20 Murphy? years ago. Isn't yes. it crazy? It was that long ago. And it didn't work. Maybe this movie's just cursed. Why not do another ride? We still have Th- Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That can make a good movie. <laughs> wow, really? ride the, the Enchanted Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a I'd small world. Matterhorn bobsleds. Oh, I would watch that. With for sure. The Abominable Storm chasing people around. And Space Mountain. These are all untapped movies. Space Mountain does need a theme, right? Yeah. But instead, they're going to be like, oh, let's go to Haunted Mansion again. This one does look more true to the ride than the one from 20 years ago, though. That was a bizarre movie. Does yeah. it? Yes. I didn't think so. Yeah, I think they're pulling in more aspects of the ride. Uh, and I think Rosario Dawson is likable. Uh, she is. 
like a ton of charisma. I am excited to watch it for her. Everyone else, it will just have. <laughs> You're excited to-, to watch her. Yeah, that, that's just it. Uh, it looks like it will have just far too much comedy for what I want. Uh, I want it to be scary enough for kids. You know, like the perfect mix. Yeah. Like but the scary, problem is I just want it to be the perfect kids. movie. Yeah, I, no ju- I just think they're going back to the well too soon for something that didn't really work. Yeah. And I think there's other ways they could have gone. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really big into this, this one. That's why it's number five. But if, if it does okay, hey, I'll be happy with that. I actually don't dislike... The Haunted Mansion 2003. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's thought of so negatively. Like it's yeah, it should, not well, a it's not a great movie because it's Listen, comparison post. It's post Pirates because people were expecting Pirates of the Caribbean is way better than it yeah. ever deserved to be. Absolutely. And so just because the Haunted Mansion is a fine enough family mm-hmm. movie, it, that's why people hate it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it would have come out on its own, it probably would have been another Halloween favorite that you'd see on Disney every every October. Sure. But Autopia, Autopia, I would see that movie. Oh, that's Cars. <laughs> Yeah, except they could put animals in the cars and call it Zootopia. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Hey, Joel, what's your number four? My number four. Guys, if you know three things that I love in movies, it's talking animals, mm-hmm. excessive profanity, mm-hmm. and substituting real jokes for shock humor. Oh, no. That's, That's why now I'm choosing... quoted forever, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm choosing Strays. Now, Strays comes out June 9th. It's directed by uh, Josh Greenbaum, who did Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Never saw it. Uh, by the way, that's actually a really funny movie. Is for it? about twenty minutes, and it's just beating a dead horse after I was, that. I was no, seriously. There is some real, like, sincere humor there. I like Kristen Wiig, but it's like a sketch stretched out to a movie. Uh, okay. Yeah, but this movie Strays stars Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, Will Forte, Isla Fisher, Randall Park, Josh Gad, uh, Rob Riggle, and Sofia Vergara. It's this cast. They're kind of being like, "Oh yeah, these people are all funny. Let's throw them together." Let's, let's, I watched let's the trailer. make him swear a lot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Plot summary. An abandoned dog teams up with other strays to get revenge on his former owner. So I start watching this trailer, and it's literally like talking, live action talking animals, mm-hmm. a little mouth CGI. It's, it's like, oh, this is Homeward Bound. Yeah, well, except for Homeward Bound, they kind of you know telepathically communicate to each other. Sure. This is more like... Um, Babe rated R. Yeah. 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 And it is the trailer. I had to stop it. <laughs> Oh, did, did you, you watch Green Band or Red Band? I watched whatever's on IMDb, and it because didn't say there was a Red Band. Out I watched there. the Red Band trailer. I think it's only Red Band, yeah. but it is just like it's filthy, and it's it not is. just the fact that they're saying the f word every other word, right? But also just the jokes. I was like, this is like they're, they're it looked like a movie for kids, mm-hmm. but they've really just crassed it up. Mm. And the whole time I was watching it, I was like, who are you going for here? Because it's not clever humor. No, they're literally using shock humor. Just to get a reaction. If you can't come up with a good joke, you just say something shocking and shock the audience into laughter. That's lazy writing. This movie looks terrible. I hope it bombs. I was kind of hoping Will Ferrell was beyond all of this. Right? Yeah. Acting like the naive character that the is actually child. quite dirty. Yeah, the yeah. man-child character. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see this anymore. No. And I, I just don't understand why they made this movie. Ah, so yeah. Strays, I'm going to be avoiding. And I hope it bombs. Kent, what is your number four? I'm sticking with the crass comedies with no hard feelings. This comes out June 23rd. The synopsis is a delivery driver desperate for cash accepts a Craigslist ad from a couple seeking someone to date their painfully awkward teenage son. Oh, it's Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, we haven't seen really in a while in any movies outside of like X-Men movies. The mother thing? Mother was like 2016. Was she in that? 2017. Mother! Yeah. She's in that one. Okay. Yeah, she hasn't really been in anything. And I think she's trying to come back with one of these early 2000s, similar to Strays, 
crass comedies that, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with comedies coming out and even uh, varying genres. But this one, it just seems like a desperate ploy by her to just be seen by as many people as possible. This is directed by a guy named Gene Stupnitsky. Stupinsky. We'll just call him Stupinsky. <laughs> okay. Who directed Good Boys, which is similar to Strays. Remember, it's about those kids that yeah. are like 10. That's why I, I think Strays reminded me of Good yeah. Boys, the, the animal version. And this guy also directed six episodes of The Office. So there's that. I, I do think J-Law needs a comeback. I don't think this is the well, way she, to do it. So she was in Red Sparrow in 2018. Okay. And then Don't Look... I mean, she did Dark Phoenix. But then she was in Don't yeah. Look Up. Yeah, Don't Look Up is probably the biggest, most yeah. recent. Yeah, and then Causeway, which I don't know anything about. But yeah. Don't Look Up, and you know, was yeah, but a big Netflix movie. It was not very good no. at all. Yeah, but I feel like... No, no Hard Feelings. I even forget the title. I think this one will be forgotten the weekend it's released. Summer is great to have comedies because it's they're date night movies, right? Mm-hmm. It's like much like scary movies. It's like go see this, be with the crowd. I think the time has passed for. Wait, what was the name of this movie? Yeah, exactly. I forgot already. Yeah, there you go. The funny thing, I don't know if Jack, if you're noticing the same thing I'm noticing, is Probably that I, not. I sit there and I say, I hope this bombs. I, I hope it bombs. And Kent's like, this is gonna bomb. <laughs> it's no, gonna, no doubt in my mind. <laughs> it's gonna, I have hope. Kent knows. People will forget about this movie. It's gonna bomb. Kent, what is your number three? Joel's already mentioned it. It's Strays. Oh, good. Comes out June 9th. I know it's your style of comedy, so I'm glad you put it on there. Oh, I hate talking animal movies. It's probably one of my least favorite genres. Except Granted, for Homer Bound. And Charlotte's Web. Oh, yes. And I Babe. even like Babe. Yeah. yeah, but this just doesn't Wait, which Charlotte's there. Web? What? The live action one or the animated one? Uh, I'm okay with the, the live action one. Okay. I mean, obviously, the cartoon is masterpiece. Okay. Didn't but, the director of Mad Max do Babe? Yeah. Babe and Babe Pig in the City. What? I know. He's so weird. And Happy Feet 1 and 2. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense, Zach. It's great. <laughs> but this one is directed, I don't know if you brought this up, Joel, but his name is Josh Greenbaum, who he directed Arnold Pranks Fans as the Terminator yep. <laughs> and Clinton Foundation, colon, Celebrity Division. No, I just brought, I just brought Barb. Okay. And that's his big movie because otherwise he's done shorts or TV specials yeah. that sound atrocious. Thankfully, this movie is one hour, 33 minutes. I don't think it's one hour, 30, 33 minutes that we'll be spending in the theater. No. I probably will go to the screening just so I can hate it, so I don't have to watch it for Kentmas. But yeah, well, like you you said, some serious repenting after. Yeah, truly. Okay. But truly, like you said, who is this made for? No, it's it's awful. Yeah, Joel, what is your number three? My number three is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. I'm going to give the plot summary real quick. Why? Unsatisfied with beating a dead horse, the <laughs> filmmakers made the horse bionic so they could resurrect it and then beat it to death again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is directed by Stephen Capel Jr., who directed Creed Two, and it stars Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishback, uh, Luna Lauren Velez, Toby Nigui. I'm not saying any of these names correctly. Um, Peter Dinklage, Michelle Yeoh, Pete Davidson, Liza Koshy, and those are all the voices of the robots. Yes. yes. Well, uh, the, yes. There's going to be voice talents. There's yeah, the last four you read. Yeah, were, those last ones were ninety-six thousand robots. <laughs> no one is asking for this movie. No this one is a after Bumblebee went. You this know, is a sequel to Bumblebee. More. Yeah, essentially. Well, it's, it's the new spin-off versus. It's, it's not directed by Michael in the nineties because Bumblebee was in the eighties and we had Haley Steinfeld. And honestly, one of the better Transformers movies. Where's the bar on that one? At the bottom. Right? Yeah. But it was one of the better ones, and but they didn't quite know how to follow up on it. And now we have a 90s movie. I'm just saying, if Michael Bay is tired of telling a story, it's probably time to move on. Right. The only reason that you'll ever know that it's a 90s movie is because of the soundtrack that plays during the movie. That's yeah. how... Movie, that's, that's like the cheat code. They did that in Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, look, a 90s band t-shirt and 90s music. 
Now it's in the 90s. Yeah, you're right. It takes place in the jungle. Who cares what year it is? There are people who are like maybe cult fans of Transformers that like Beast Wars. And this does incorporate a lot of the characters from Beast Wars. And I I think they maybe should have just stayed Beast Wars. You mean like Optimus Primal? Yes. Yeah. So there's two Optimus Primes in this movie. And I don't know if it's like if that will be confusing or if people are just going to see explosions. And yeah. that's it. Yep. The, yeah. People are going to see explosions. They're going to go see this movie. They're excited for this movie. They're going to see explosions. Yeah. Big loud noises on screen. Oh. I, I just think it's ridiculous. Although, I mean, I'm excited to see. Now they're doing it. They did an 80s one. They did a 90s one. I cannot wait to see the 2007 version. <laughs> it's going to be next where, time. Where the Transformer is a Hummer with spinners. <laughs> it's going to be what I'd done playing at the yeah, end. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Oh, Sam Witwicky. Rest in peace. What? He's dead. Oh, oh sorry. I was, I was thinking Shia LaBeouf. Oh, also probably. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you know they killed Sam Witwicky in the movie? Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned that. I'm still mad about it. I didn't Why? see the last one. Why? <laughs> I don't know, mm. but I am. Yeah. They kind of did it off screen. I think you remember saying yeah. it was kind of uh-huh. like, eh, no reason other than we just decided to do it. Yeah. Joel, what's movie number two? I don't know how to pronounce this. At, uh, it's Fasix? Fast? Fast? <laughs> Fastix? Fast X. This is coming out very soon in, on May 19th. Uh, this is the... This feels mean. 10th version <laughs> version tenth, tenth, where, where they've announced version that they're gonna you know end the franchise at a yeah. nice even 11 <laughs> yeah no that's thing that, <laughs> i read that 11 that actually shocked me when it said oh this is the this says this its sequel is intended to be the main series final installment is it's in development right now and yeah. i went they're gonna end on 11 it actually upsets me that they have planned to end this and maybe they'll do spin-offs because i haven't seen them go back in time and fight dinosaurs <laughs> Right, that's Rise I'm, of the Beast spinoff. I'm actually really upset because they went to space. I did hear that yeah. <laughs> a few times. But so why don't they up the ante? Because this one doesn't look like they're going. No kid, they did crazy. up the ante. Didn't you see what Roman numerals? <laughs> Never been done in a title before. Can I run through these real quick? Please. Fast do. and the Furious. Too fast. Too furious. The Fast and the Furious. Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious. Fast Five. Fast and Furious Six. Furious Seven. The Fate of the Furious. F9 and Fast X. Who is naming these Burger King executives? You for the joke, right? The joke of this movie is the title they should have used, which is Fast 10, Your Seatbelts. <laughs> Think about no. that title. Uh, that would have not. That would have made it so it's not on my great. worst anticipated list. Yeah, you would have loved oh, that. Oh, I didn't read the plot summary. Oh, yeah. mistake. Here we go. Because we need that. Firmly. The more extended a family gets, the more uncomfortable it gets for everyone. That is not the synopsis. That's, That's a tagline. Okay. That's no, that's my thing. So this time around, we have Jason Momoa is the villain. Yeah, you got Jason Momoa, but you also have Rita Moreno. <laughs> okay. And Brie Larson and Charlize Theron Brie, and Harold Martin and Scott Eastwood and, and uh, uh, Jason's there. There's John Cena, Jordana Brewster. Like they got the whole gang back. Uh, Rita Moreno from West Side Story. That's the one. <laughs> Both of them. Family. Yes. <laughs> She's family it's now. It's so weird what they do. And I, uh, I didn't watch Fast 9. I stopped. Will you ever watch it? Maybe. That's John Cena. I don't know if John Cena. That's uh, close to dead joke. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, I watched all the franchise up to eight. I think we were doing the review. And then I went, no, I'm really not enjoying this franchise. Yeah. So I didn't watch F9, even though they went to space. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I'm not saying that it's a good thing. And then this one, I don't. There was, was there magnets in this one? Was that this one? Or is that the last one? Where they're that doing, was the last one. Ah, dang it. What's this one? I don't know, but Jason Momoa is in it. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> That's all I know about this movie. Yeah. I'm even looking for like the big action set pieces because that's usually what they sell in the trailer. And they did have a recent trailer come out, but I haven't seen anything that has like grabbed me no. here. Nor will you. Uh, this Vin- comes out May 19th and already I'm bored. It seems like Vin Diesel is the new Steven Seagal. Yeah. 
Where it's just like uh, he's held together with duct tape and they're yeah. just putting him out there. But staying power. Steven Seagal had like two good years. Yeah. Right? Did he? Yeah. Under Siege. And that's about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> the by the way. The tour of Under Siege. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, this is uh, directed by Louis Leterrier. Yeah. As I pronounce his name. Who directed Clash of the Titans, Now You See Me, and The Incredible Hulk. So a big problem with this one is... I actually kind of like all three of those movies. No, yeah. Incredible Hulk, I'm okay with. Clash of the Titans, Now You See I Me. I didn't hate it. Blah, blah, blah. Neither. Well, actually, one of the better trailers out there. Clash of uh, the Titans? Yeah, it's so oh, weird. Wait, did you just review a movie based on its trailer? Yeah, I did. It's <laughs> such a good trailer. <laughs> it is such a good trailer. <laughs> the movie's fine. The trailer's Save awesome. for a trailer episode. We really should. We might. But this movie, you know, you talk about it maybe wanting to bomb. It may actually bomb because they lost their director probably a third of the way through. And they reshot a whole bunch of stuff. Apparently, Vin Diesel's really difficult to work with. It's all rumors. What? What, 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 yeah, right. But this movie has cost them. They, they, they're not really reporting, but probably closer to $300 million. Wow. So it's going to take a lot to make their money. That's that a, said, that's will they? That's an expensive family party. Yeah, exactly. They will probably make their money, but maybe just barely. Not here and domestically. Is it beginning lower and lower every time? I believe it like, has. Kind of like Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. Like Bumblebee was not a big... I mean, it was a, it was a box office winner, but not as big as the other ones. Right. Bumblebee. Oh. <laughs> Wrong episode, Zach. Kent, what is your number two? Look at this stuff. Oh. Your Isn't number it two? It's my number two. Because it's your... Oh. Because it's Joel's number one. Yeah. <laughs> save it, save it, save it. So this one comes out May 26th. So pretty soon, a young mermaid makes a deal with the sea witch to trade her beautiful voice for human legs so she can discover the world above water. And it says impress a prince. But look, we don't really want to get into that. It's not for boys. It's not for love. It's all just for independence and realizing who you truly are and where you belong. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Wait, did you just see the the characters of Scuttle and Flounder? And oh my Sebastian? gosh, those CGR characters look so bad. <laughs> they look so bad. It really looks like DreamWorks got a hold of this and went, let's make them ugly. It just, Disney doesn't understand that in live action, that there is no life in these animals' eyes. It's like you told an AI generator to make Shark Tale. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. And there's obvious controversies, which we don't even need to mention. No. But there's stuff why this movie shouldn't be made, because much like any Disney live-action movie, it might make a lot of money. It's going to make a lot of that's money. That's why they keep doing these live-actions, because people keep going to them. But it's crazy, because when someone references The Lion King, they're referencing the 1994 Lion King. They're yes. not thinking about the 2018 it's movie. It's already no. been forgotten. You Even know, though it's one of the highest-grossing movies, the live-action one is, which it's is insane. disgusting. And this movie, they're taking a one-hour and 23-minute movie and making it two hours and 15 minutes. If two hours and 15 minutes. For your children. Think about that. If Melissa McCarthy gets stabbed with a boat, I'm in. Honestly. <laughs> and if she screams like in Jaws 4, Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Do you She's, remember that when Jaws screams in Jaws with the Revenge? I remember Revenge? Jaws screaming. Yeah. He growls. He's like, I remember Rawr! growling. I remember growling. But <laughs> <laughs> Why is he Colossus from the X-Men video game? <laughs> Nicely done. You yeah. got that. Oh, yeah. I played that all the time. <laughs> um, I feel like Joel's going to talk more about it, so I'm going to save all my other notes. So I'm going to leave that there. But Little Mermaid is my number two. I can't, before you reveal your number one, do you have any honorable mentions? Really quick, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Mm. Nice. A book club, the next chapter. There's another book club? Yeah. Mm. It's the next chapter. <laughs> I mean, that at least makes sense. Elemental. It's the, Pixar, the Pixar movie? It's Pixar just being Pixar. But Kent, it's about someone who doesn't belong, <laughs> who finds someone else who doesn't belong, and they try to belong with each other, but they're Hold not on. allowed in each other's worlds. What, what if fire had feelings? <gasps> what if wow. water fell in love with fire? 
Are they just going to be gas at the end of the movie? <laughs> they are, right? They yeah. are. And I might be gassy. Spoilers, vapor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Flamin' Hot. Oh, the Cheeto story? Yeah. Why do you want it to bomb? Because it's fake. It is. This movie is entirely fake. Uh, allegedly fake. I don't think it's been proven. No, it was right? allegedly true, we're which get, then be, it was turned to be. We're going to get sued. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allegedly fake movie. Anyways. The fake story. Yeah. About the... Yeah, a movie about the legend fake story. Okay, with that, Kent, what is your number one movie that you want to bomb this summer? Flash. Uh, that was not music. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was, was about as good as the movie's going to be. June 16th is when this movie comes out, and the synopsis is, Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future and create James Gunn's DC Universe. He has to run faster than he's ever run before. Run, Kent. Barry, run. Run fast enough to get Henry Cavill out of this franchise. Yeah. So here's the thing. CinemaCon just happened. And they showed the entire movie. And DC and Warner Brothers were so proud of this movie that they have been hyping, well, beyond all of Ezra Miller's char- alleged charges. Mm-hmm. We'd have to say alleged, right? Alleged charges. Alleged okay. creepy charges. Yes. The past two years, two and a half years of Ezra Miller being Ezra Miller. Do you remember, like, what? name a good movie. I don't know. What's, a, what's like a good movie that's come out recently? Recently? Yeah, sure. Top Gun Maverick? Top Gun sure. Maverick. I mean, that might be a bad example, but... Oftentimes, when there are good movies, you don't hear the studio executives going, "Guys, this movie is so good. This, this movie is like awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. this movie's this movie's great. Yeah, uh, that's what's happening with this with James Gunn. He's yeah. on Twitter all the time saying, I, "I'm blown away by this movie. It's so good." And everyone is now joining forces. Yeah, so they did screen this one recently for critics, and it is one of these things where everyone is saying. Believe the hype, guys. This movie is tremendous, and it's the best film, best DC film since The Dark Knight. In fact, it's one of the best superhero movies of the past 30 years. That seems maybe a bit hyperbolic. So it is the early access media. I know this because I've gone to Sundance, and I've praised movies because I've got Sundance goggles. And I go, you know what? This is probably an A- minus because I saw it before anyone else. That's what's happening with The Flash. This will be a good movie. This will make money. But I think it will be messy. You can see it basically like it's it has gone through 10 years of development. Yeah. Several directors. Ezra Miller. There's two of them. There's one reason people are going to see this movie. And it's Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton. I'm Batman. Memeing on himself. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And anything I've seen from the trailer. And I think the trailer really does this movie uh, injustice. Huh? Ah, <laughs> that's a video game because hey, the, that's a video game he's in <laughs> because anytime they show the action scenes during the day michael keaton looks horrible and you can tell that it's just cg that said i do think he'll be the best part of this movie i think it will bring everything back around and this is meant to celebrate everything dc and i'm saying from the beginning and so you're going to see love letters a la Spider-Man No Way Home, but with more decades involved. So you're saying that we're not going to see him further his Batman career in Batgirl? Mm-hmm. This is a... Oh. Yeah, right. This, this is two hours, 30 minutes. Obviously, I have bias in this because what they're doing is now saying, this is the end of the Snyderverse. Ha ha. There you go. Yeah. This is it. And I also think having a Flash movie where it's Flashpoint... Where it kind of like, it's not a Flash movie. This is a Batman movie and a Supergirl movie. Mm-hmm. So I just don't care. This will make money. I'm wrong here. But I'm hoping that people are just tired of superhero movies and it makes around 600, 700 million. I'll tell you what, for me, this, I will want this movie to bomb. 
just because I am so tired of fan service. Yeah. And this is a movie that seems to be wholly relying on fan service. We're seeing it in all sorts of media. Mm-hmm. Marvel's reached this point. Star Wars is certainly to this point. There's seems to be a lack of desire to push anything forward. And it's just like, what's going to make money? The thing that you're familiar with. So it's we're literally true. just going to have Batman say lines that he's already said. Hey, uh, Spider-Man made a bunch of money because it had other guys that you like in it. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do that thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just fan service in general. I'm, I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Stop pandering and just make something good. Please. And this is this is pandering but, the movie. But once again, this is ending everything off with our current iteration of DC. And I just want it to just burn away. I know Aquaman will probably fail miserably, but this movie will probably be one of the bigger superhero movies uh, box office wise of the year. I oh, just want yeah. it to bomb. Sorry, I, I totally stopped listening to you guys after Kent said I was wrong earlier. I heard him say that. <laughs> I'm sitting there being like, he said that, right? He said I'm wrong. No. And right after you said you like crass comedy. Yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> yeah. we go. We've all got our skeletons, Kent. <laughs> uh, no, there's 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 no surprise with my yes. number one. Because yeah. we already kind of, you guys already figured it out. Sure. Yeah. It's the live action Little Mermaid reboot, which is the only way I'm going to refer to this movie from now on. All right. That is what it is. Because I hate, like you've already mentioned before, how when people say Lion King, people are like, which one? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's we're never Lion talking King. about the Donald Glover one. We never. never are. Ever. So the live action Little Mermaid reboot is directed by Rob Marshall, who directed Chicago, which I hated. Mm. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which mm. was awful. Yeah. And Into the Woods, which I did not like. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this has got everything going against it. Starting Halle Bailey. Sure. Uh, Don't know anything about her. I was going to say, I know a little bit better, except for her Wikipedia page picture is pretty entertaining. If you if go ahead, look her up. Uh, you have to spell her name H-A-L-L-E. Halle Berry. B-A-I-L-E-Y. Not Halle Berry. That would be a nice picture. But look up her picture on Wikipedia. It could change any time because Wikipedia changes constantly. But I just looked at that picture and I went, that's basically all I need to know about her. Well, this is from Sharkboy and Lava Girl, right? Uh, you want to describe it to the to the listener here, Kent, of what she looks like in that picture? So it's a picture of Bailey performing her song Baby Girl live uh, three years ago. She's wearing... <laughs> I don't know. I can't even tell you. It looks like Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Poles and wires coming out of her shoulders. Yeah. And I just looked at it and I went, really? That's that's the picture we're going with here? But that's Wikipedia. Oh, oh, Kent, you read the synopsis before, but that's not what I had. Okay. Ugh. The plot summary I have here is a poor, unfortunate, soulless remake. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Saving that for my review. Oh, yes. My you heard word. it first, folks. But no, the the more I see about this movie, the less I like it. Like, I don't want a live action remake of a, a classic, amazing Disney movie. Right. The Disney Renaissance. It what, really is. What is the opposite of Renaissance? Because that's what this movie's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because, Dark Ages. Yeah. yeah it's going right? to pull them back to there. It's back in the 70s. It's right. going to go right back there. But as I've seen details come out, as, I, as I've seen images, as I watch the trailer, the more I see it, the more, the less I like it. Now, we talked about this a lot, especially with like the Batman movie from last year, but there are so many movies, even made for families, that are filmed in the grayest or blackest filter ever. Yeah. yeah. Then why is this movie so dark? It's underwater, Kent. Light, no, it's okay. So when light hits okay. the top okay. of water, now tell Kent, me about it. It filters sure. down certain rays. And do you think that's what they're really going for? No. Is this natural light shot? No, I just really I think, think they're think hiding it's, shoddy CGI. Yeah, yeah. CGI is better hidden in the dark mm-hmm. and so it's funny we're, we're having movies that are uh dark cgi mm-hmm. and the audio is so loud you can't hear the dialogue so everybody is using subtitles now right and it's just this terrible combination that makes for a bad movie going i agree it that does. said what if what if gentlemen this movie is okay is it possible? That'll, that'll have you already written it off i kind of have they rewrite the lyrics for the songs like kiss the girl is seen as too forceful now 
And so they had to rewrite it. Yeah. Now it's sha-la-la-la-la-la. Ask consent <laughs> before you get too close. And then you got to ask again. <laughs> I mean, consent is cool. But, but what <laughs> is, is it unfair to already say that this movie is going to be bad? Is there anything no. in you that's, that is open to the idea I that think it might not I think based suck? on the evidence we have, all we've seen, and yeah, sure, there's maybe a little bias, but all we've seen are negative things. The trailer doesn't look good. Yeah. Uh, casting doesn't look good. Yeah. The, the visual uh, aspects of the they, movie. Yeah, and I wish show me with any aspect. And I wish Disney would realize that putting things that cannot be made live action into live action, mm-hmm. such as animals talking in The Lion King or underwater adventures with uh, mermaids, it doesn't work with a live action format because it's just there's some there's a disconnect there. Give us a Black Cauldron remake, you cowards. Yeah, take a movie that no one really cared for and remake that, mm. yeah. please. I think that would be a great. But idea. I mean, you, it's basically the trajectory. You look at Pinocchio, which is one of the worst movies last year, mm-hmm. and they're just not on a good track. No, but to answer your question, Zach, at first because I heard a live action remake, of Little Mermaid, I'm like, no, don't want it. But like I said, the more I've mm-hmm. seen, the less I like. I keep being like, okay, well, let's look at this. No, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like the look of that. That sounds terrible. And so, yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Oh, unfortunate. Soul. Joel, Joel, that's so good. All right. <laughs> let's pep it up a little bit, shall we? Let's get happy. Mm. Okay, so now we're going to do your top five that you're looking forward to. We'll sprinkle in a couple of honorable mentions if you have them. Yes, Joel, what is the fifth most anticipated movie of the summer for you? Now, guys, sequels sometimes don't get a lot of attention. Like, they don't get as much love, I should say. But okay. there's, if there's one sequel I'm excited about for this summer, it's Extraction 2. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a Joel joke thing. <laughs> Return oh, of the Joel jokes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Wait. it has a 14-minute uncut scene. <laughs> What's no. wrong with Extraction 2? We're going to do a bacon bit on it. Probably. We absolutely We are. totally should. <laughs> we're going to. Uh, no. It's, we were really desperate back in the day in 2020 when there that first not movie much came out. out. And I honestly can't believe they're making Extraction. But that's not my pick. Sure. A lot of these I have talked about before. Because, you know, they've been bumped down the road or I just talked about them on the the beginning of the year predictions. But uh, my number five is Barbie. Okay. Which is funny because that one's fluctuated in in my realm of excitement because I I just still don't know quite what to expect. Curiosity more than anything. This movie is either going to be really dumb or really funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, Directed by Greta Gerwig, who did Lady Bird and Little Women, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. The plot summary to live in a Barbie land is to be a perfect being in a perfect place, unless you have a full on existential crisis or you're a Ken. Oh, like I said, many. at first I went, we're making a Barbie movie. And then they've talked about it forever. Yeah. And then Margot Robbie was in it. And I thought, well, what kind of movie is this going to be? Sure. And then I saw the kind of the promo stuff and I'm like, that's kind of funny. Then I watched the trailer a little less funny, but I see more stuff and I'm like, I, I like go they're actually toys. Yes. Yes. They're actually toys. This feels to me, and I don't know anything because I'm not a Ken. I don't look up spoilers, but this feels to me a lot like a Lego movie type situation where the toy is going to realize it is a toy and then have to deal with its creators. I think you're right. So just guessing there, but in mm-hmm. my mind, that's where it's going to go. But I think it could be funny. I think Greta Gerwig has, like Lady Bird is one of those comedies that I went, I shouldn't have related to this because I'm not a... Uh, angsty teenage, teenage girl. Yeah, I'm not an angsty teenage girl right. in, in an all-girl school or wherever. Was she, was she an all-girl school in that one? I can't remember. Maybe I'm thinking of Little Women. Mm. But uh, <laughs> either one, I enjoyed them and I went, okay, you know what? I'm willing to give this a chance. So Barbie, I'm excited to see. It comes out July 21st. Kent, your number five? I'm going to switch around my number four and five really? just because I don't really care about either one. But okay. here we go. My number five is Barbie. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, same thing. It's I think this one will be kind of a movie about finding independence because if you watch the trailer, this is not really a spoiler because you just look at the history of the toy, but there are several different women, several different actors that are playing Barbie. Yes. And, and, and Ken. 
And Ken as well, right? Yes. There's, only, there's only one Alan. Alan. And there's one Midge as well. Okay. Yeah, that's, oh, I, I think Midge. that's kind of funny. And they're definitely diving deep into the history of Barbie. For example, these different actress, actresses are playing like the Dr. Barbie Nobel Prize winner, a mermaid Barbie, President Barbie, Supreme Court Justice. And they're doing a lot of stunt casting. I appreciate that Kate McKinnon is in this movie as the Barbie that's been messed up by a three-year-old. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. Uh, John Cena plays Merman, Ken. Nice. You know, it, this is... How does John Cena come up so much? He's barely an actor. He's awesome. <laughs> He's okay. John Cena's cool now. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can see him in this role. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dead horse. But truly, I think what sells it for me, yes, Margot Robbie yeah. will mostly sell any movie. But Ryan Gosling looks like he's having the time of his life. In fact, he recently said like he's tapped into what it means to be Ken. He says, I've now discovered my Kennergy. <laughs> and, and in my next movie, I'm going to speak 20 times. <laughs> That's just it. He He'll be like so talking. excited. Everyone will go see him in this movie. This will probably be the mo- most people have seen Ryan Gosling since like, I don't know. Remember the Titans, really, because he just does weird indie stuff now. But he looks like he's having the time of his life. I hope I do, although there's some jokes in that trailer that I went, oh, okay, I see what this is. Like, I wasn't super impressed. Yeah, it's it's going to be a very thinly veiled commentary on the plasticness of society. Yeah. Whoa. But (laughs) this movie is only one hour and 40 minutes. Awesome. (laughs) Under two two hour movies. Love it. I don't know why they keep just pushing that envelope further and further. There's a reason yeah. why they had intermissions back in the day, because people cannot tolerate a straight through really long movie. I like them. But yeah, give me an intermission all day. Yeah. Ken, what's your number four? Uh, previously, my number five, but it is now my number four because I just want to match with Joel. Oh, that was kind of fun. Uh, adorable. Uh, and once again, I don't know much about this movie, but I had to put it down because uh, it's kind of default. Really? Mm-hmm. It's the last voyage of the Demeter. Really? Yes. I saw the trailer for that one. And you're like, oh, okay. Right? Well, I mean, you can give the synopsis. Synopsis. uh, This one does come out August 11th. Synopsis is, the film will detail the strange events that befell the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked each night by a terrifying presence on board the ship. This is taken from one chapter of the book, Dracula. Yes. And this is uh, basically the ocean voyage that he takes. This one seems to be obviously spreading out the story a little bit, but I've always been fascinated, and this is shown in Nosferatu as well, I've always been fascinated by this section of the story. Because I think yeah. Dracula itself is kind of semi-forgettable in a lot of... Other than the performance of the original Universal Monster one. Right. There's a lot of forgettable aspects to it. But I do think the boat and the crew of the Demeter... Like, I think it's it's actually yeah, a pretty I mean, good story. They, they story. put Dracula's coffin on a boat that's yeah. going to the New World. Or going to England, I think. Mm-hmm. That, or is it going to America? No, I can't remember all of a sudden. doesn't matter. I think England, yes. But it's going there. And... In the voyage, the boat eventually arrives and everyone on is dead. Yeah. That's what? the book. That's a the terrible book. name to oh, yeah. convey that. Yeah. It should be Dracula colon, I'm on a boat. It's for li- <laughs> it's for it's for literary horror nerds. Yeah. Where I see that and I'm like, oh hey, Dracula movie. Yeah. But once again, it looks like kind of Van Helsing effects, mm-hmm. but with a far like more European mood. In fact, the director is Andre Overdahl, who did Troll Hunter and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, okay. And so he handles movies I mean, like... I don't know everybody, but I don't know anybody in this movie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, Liam Cunningham, he's a character actor, and he plays the captain. Corey Hawkins, he's from uh, Straight Outta Compton. Oh, I, it's one of my faves. It's actually pretty good. I've never seen it. But yeah, it's kind of a cast of nobodies. And I think that's okay because I'm hoping this is just kind of a kind of a movie like The Thing, not where it's just not obviously 
you know who Dracula is, but it's more paranoia on a boat. Well, but that's one of the scary things about it is that it's one of those I can't escape situations. Right. You're on this boat trapped with a creature on there. There's no escape. You just have to survive. I feel like they have to change the ending considering we all know what happens. Yeah. But we'll see. But yeah, I like the mood of the trailer enough. And I like the director. So here's hoping. Okay. Oh, you're hoping now. Yeah. This is hopeful, Kent. Oh. Yeah. Is that wrong? Should I take I don't it know. back? I, I can't do it. I like, I like, I like arrogant. Hey, Kent. that sign on your chest, that means hope. I'm wearing a Superman shirt. Yeah, you we, are. We only Stands see this for Superman. We only see this Kent twice a year. I don't know how much I like it. <laughs> Wait, what's the other time? Fall movie preview. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Joel, what is your number four? Uh, we'll see. Dang I'm it. I'm going with Kent here. And I can't really decide between the two. Okay. And so I'm just going to throw... Wait, I can't decide. You can't, is it gonna be you Descendants, can't really decide. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Descendants, The Rise of Red, or the Untitled Descendants' fifth installment, both on Disney+. Plus. Wait, are they really making two Descendants yep. in the same Without movie? Carlos? <sighs> just saying. Rest in peace, Carlos. It's, it's kind oh. of a spinoff, uh, The Rise of Red. It's, it's the Queen of, Queen of Hearts' daughter. Now, oh. my kids have forced me to watch a lot of these movies. I like fan. Descendants. But that's, I, I don't Please know. move on. Okay. <laughs> it's not my pick. <laughs> I wanted to make clear that was my joke pick. Oh, yeah, sure. Because my number four is The Flash. What? Or is it just curiosity at this point? It is morbid, morbid curiosity. curiosity I, I, I like how it's morbid curiosity. Because <laughs> why is DC so intent on releasing this movie despite all the drama well, and look, issues they've had? Because they filmed it and they've spent $350 million on this movie. I know. But the fact that they're holding on to it as sacred is like, I want, I want this movie to be released. And I truly, I believe it's because this movie this is the movie that resets the white slate like yeah, clean right. and get, lets them do whatever they want. You know, they this. don't have to do that with a movie. They can just say, and this is a new thing. <laughs> and here's our new James Bond. They, they could take a two year break and say, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody was like, what happened to Pierce Brosnan? They're just like, oh, it's a new guy. Cool. Yeah. But this is, I was going to say, this is directed by Andy, uh, Andy Muschietti. Mm-hmm. Who did who, it. Who directed it, it chapter two and mama, 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 which wasn't that great of a horror movie to be started. It started um, good. And then the end ended. Yeah, horror yeah, movie. exactly. Yeah. But, and you already read all about it. We, we've talked about it before. This is the Flash doing the Flashpoint type stuff, messing with the timeline right. and, and everything's going to get messy there. But I really am, this, this is a movie that also has bounced around my most anticipated and least anticipated okay, list. really? Where it's like, oh yeah, I'm really excited to see this. Oh, I'm not anymore. Oh, I'm really excited to see it. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? I want to see it. One, because of morbid curiosity. And two, mm-hmm. I just want it to be done with. I want it to be over with. Me too. Past. I'm I am a little curious and Michael Keaton. I however will not be giving any money, so I'll wait till it comes on streaming or find ways to watch it. Yeah. I'll just go to the screening with Kent. <laughs> well, you're just eliminating Zach from that. He's going to find it his own way. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I've i been eliminated by this timeline. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sad. Uh, sad. Joel, what's your number three? You've already talked about it. I have? Yeah. Book Club, the next chapter. <laughs> oh. Quit doing that. It is a clever title. I'll give it that. Is it though? It is. Book it's Club a, is one of those. So many times they use the next chapter. Giant Keaton, Jane Fonda trying to be funny movies. It's Wait, didn't that already come out and they went to a football game? Oh. 80 for Brady. Ooh. They keep trying to make them and then none of them work. Uh, no, my number three is actually Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning right. Part oh. One, aka Kent's number one. Uh, coming out July 14th, directed by Christopher McQuarrie, who's only done Mission Impossible movies, basically. <laughs> hey. He's literally done like four movies. Three of them are, are two of them are Mission Impossible, one of them is Jack Reacher, and then another one. Jack Reacher's pretty good. I enjoy Jack Reacher. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so this uh, Mission Impossible movie stars uh, Thomas Cruise, I think it's called. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the whole cast is back again. Um, I, Everybody. I'm, I'm assuming Jeremy Renner's gone. Yeah. I, he was honestly missed. Uh, gone in this movie. 
He's doing fine in real life. Uh, okay, good. Too good. soon. Yeah. No, he's I, doing fine. He was. He. I missed him in Fallout. I like his character. I think he would have been there, but there were some scheduling conflicts. Yeah, it's a yeah. bummer. Uh, but this is the seventh Mission Impossible movie. I do have a little bit of an issue with this movie. Go on. Which is why it's not higher. Part one. Because well, it, the sequel, it's, it's already telling Dead me Reckoning I Part don't need two to watch it. is not going to be released till twenty twenty four. And I didn't really like the continuing story arc where they started kind of doing this big arc over the Agreed. four, five, and six. And now they're continuing it, and they're not even finishing the story in a movie anymore. It's 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 like lesser than an arc at this point, where it's like, and we're only going to tell you half the story, and then you have to wait a year, even though we have this finished and it's in the can and could go a month later. You think they're going to be disavowed and have to go rogue? Maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. Could they actually be framed as the bad guys? Oh, maybe. That could happen. Maybe. And there would be some double crossing. Do you think anyone's You're going to get one of the coolest of looking sides? movies of the Is year? Is there going to be a mask? No. Tom Cruise did not put his life on the line for you guys to be so mocking right now. <laughs> Condescending to the life of Tom Cruise. <laughs> a little bit. Do you think anybody would ever see those movies if they didn't have the promos that were basically just, hey, we jumped a, a bike off of a big, uh, huge ramp. That like was cool. Like a thousand times. That was cool. Uh, no, yes, but, everyone would be seeing this movie. No, the, the, I was going to say, the Mission Impossible movies are basically like the B-52s. Yes, it's all the same, but it's still fun. Still so fun. Which one is Rock's Lobster? <laughs> Bing Rames. <laughs> Two. Kent, what is your number three? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Hey. This comes out June 2nd. If we need to know the story, I'll get into it. Please do. Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse. Yeah, another one where he encounters a team of spider people charged <laughs> no, with protecting its very existence. Don't don't sit do there and need... bash on. Don't bash on the multiverse from the one oh. movie that did it really well. Oh, well, look, even No Way Home did it. Okay, they did it really well on first viewing. Maybe <laughs> Spider Man is Accurate. the only franchise that can pull it off. Which is funny because they took it from the DC universe and now we have Flash that looks like a carbon copy of everything we've seen from Marvel at this point. Yeah. That said, this one will have more Spider-Men, more Spider-People, every sort of spider. And it looks like Easter Egg the movie. That said, the reason that the first movie was so incredible, other than like the heartfelt story, is the animation came out of nowhere. Right. And it yeah. was so varied. And you're like, my eyes, even though sometimes it's messy, right? Sometimes it looks a little sloppy. You're like, yeah. my eyes are just trying to take all of this in. Yeah. And what they've done here. It makes it feel like a comic book. Is they've improved everything. Yeah. The visuals on this movie look better in every single way. Yeah. And I can't wait to just take it in. I wonder if it will be as funny as the first one. Because that movie is surprisingly funny, even when they make the references to past Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one looks a little bit more dramatic, but also I'm totally down for that. I Although, don't know if it can get more dramatic than that opening of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I think it will. Because when Spider-Man gets it that yeah was a you, there's a, tra a new trailer you haven't seen they show a little bit more uh oh he about can't, the theme of this movie he can't remember when we saw that screening together but we were on opposite ends of the theater yeah that was fun <laughs> that was because <laughs> i was like stuck in traffic and five it was minutes like late. a saturday morning that we went yeah. and saw it and it's like hey over there somewhere yeah oh, this is awkward but joel this is a part one. Oh, i know are you okay with that yeah i kind of yeah. I hate that that's what it's become, but it's kind of what it is. Yeah, but this will easily be the animated film of the year. So, yeah, uh, if there weren't... Did it win Best Animated Movie with the year it came out? It did. No. Okay. Not only did it win Best Animated Picture at the Oscars, it was also uh, nominated for a Grammy for the soundtrack. Oh. Well. <laughs> it also now, how did the... that beat Ralph Breaks the Internet? That's right. my question. It uh, won the Utah Film Critics Association Best Picture of the Year. That's right. Oh, so because Utah Film Critics are a bunch of nerds. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> are. <laughs> Laugh too loud at Marvel movies. Oh, uh -huh. 
Agreed. Kent, what's your number two? Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, By number? the way, the punctuation is out of control I, in that title. So I always just write Mission Impossible without the colon, and then Mission Impossible colon Dead Reckoning. But it's Mission colon Impossible slash Dead Reckoning. This is not your number one. No. When does Oppenheimer come out? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yep. Everything about this movie looks fantastic. The trailer, which I think it's very wise of them to show the trailer. It was like eight months ago. Totally sold me on the movie, and I won't watch another one. I'm sure we're going to get a new one any day now. I like how you said totally sold me on the movie, as if you weren't already bought and paid for Yeah, but as soon as Henry Cavill appeared in the franchise. <sighs> but he won't be in this one. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure James Gunn's going to put him back in the movie. Oh, he's like, I don't want you in my series. Yeah, you go in that series. Put your mustache back on. I was I was a little disappointed. I, I think he was a little overhyped for me. Because I only watched his movies like a month ago. He grew a beard by cocking his fists. <laughs> yes, I get it. He reloaded his arms and grew facial hair. That was cool. That was amazing. Yeah, I know. Overhyped? A little bit. He jumped out of a Save helicopter. Save it for a Henry Cavill show. <laughs> Please? never happening. Actually, no. After Warhammer, unless I have to watch The Witcher, because I'm not doing that. Let's be honest, it's going to be awesome. Especially, I think this movie is going to make a grundle of money because we're in a post. What a grundle Uh of money because we're living in a post Top Gun Maverick world. People, people that uh, much like me were like, "Hey, I haven't checked out Mission Impossible in a long time. Mm -hmm. I loved Maverick. What's going on with these movies?" And it's like, "Oh, that same you know exhilarating action is happening all the time." So this is going to make a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, and I just feel like we're being rewarded this year by having John Wick four and Mission Impossible seven. I'm into it. Cool. Two great action movies. Fantastic. That's eleven total. I just want to point that out. Eleven what? Four and seven is eleven. That's, <laughs> Did you just count? No, because that's it's, it's so weird how all these movies are like. This is like the fourth one. This oh, is the seventh sure. one. Yeah, there's so many backup movies behind these. They can't just be on their own. But Fastix, Fastix is. <sighs> It'll finish the franchise at 11. Technically, yeah. if we're only going with numbers, I think there's only like three numbers. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's my number and, two. And two of them are in Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> Joel, what is your number two? Ah, well, my number two, I mean, we just talked about the sequel that we're all talking about. The Meg 2, The Trench. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing. I didn't like the first one. Because it was so dumb. It was so dumb. But it was supposed to be dumb. But they were like, here's a giant shark. And this giant shark is going to go to a beach where there are a thousand people swimming. You didn't see any blood. I was so mad that shark didn't murder everyone on that beach. The director of this one is kind of a legit, like cultish sort of director. He may do the director on my joke pick. Yes. Okay. With the Jason Statham star, Meg 2, the trench. Meg 2, the trench. (laughs) Remember that big shark? There's a bigger one. Please be good. Meg to the trend. It's not going to be good. <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. No, uh, that one's going to bomb. But yeah. speaking of bombs, Oppenheimer is my number two. Not going to bomb, but it's just about a bomb. Yeah. So Oppenheimer is my number two. It comes out July 21st, directed by Christopher Nolan, which if you, you don't know who he is, look at Bacon Cell episode 270. Everybody loves Chris. This stars Killian Murphy, Alien, <laughs> Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Rami Malek, Florence Pugh, um, Josh Hartnett, Kenneth Branagh. Like this, is a, this is a lot of, of good names in there. Yeah. I'm a little sad that Michael Caine is not in that list. I know. Michael Caine. Maybe we'll get a voiceover. Uh, but it is the story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. And the reason I, ch- I chose this one is because I'm becoming more of a dad every day. I don't know if you guys have seen all the gray in my beard I currently have. Yeah, you have. Great. 
But history. How many children, and you're becoming more of a dad every day just now? I was a young dad before. Okay, but now I'm getting into like World War II documentaries, and <laughs> and history is really appealing to me. And this sure. is one of those stories that I went. You yeah. know what? That is a fascinating story. It's going to be told by a fantastic storyteller. Mm-hmm. And I think with this cast, I'm like, this is going to be a solid movie. Is this finally his ticket for the Academy Awards? Possibly. It's a summer movie, so it's like poorly timed for all of that. But based mm. on being a biopic. Yeah. Can I make a just, prediction? Yeah. My prediction is Killian Murphy nominated for Best Actor. No okay. no Best Director nomination for I think you're Christopher probably Nolan. right. That's what my guess. But yeah. I would say Best Editing, maybe, Best Sound. I would say mm-hmm. a Best Picture nomination, a Best Actor, and no Best Director. Probably. Which is... Ridiculous. Yes. But this is the Academy, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I get mm-hmm. proven wrong. I hope that when I'm listening to this episode after the Oscars, no, next you're right. Year, you're absolutely like, oh. right. Because he's been nominated for Best Picture with Dunkirk twice. Inception. Yeah, you're right. But there you go. Oppenheimer's coming out in theaters. I don't think any of mine are coming out in streaming so far. I think they're all theater releases, mm-hmm. which is funny because before it was like, where's it going to come out? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have honorable mentions you want to go through? I do. A couple of these Kent has already seen, but I still am excited for him. For example, Talk to Me. I so actually it's it's on my list as well. I'll tell you what, Kent. Yeah. I'm doing this on good faith because I watched the trailer. Wasn't that impressed with the trailer? Is okay. it look that that look who's talking for? No, this is the one about the <laughs> the creepy statue hand that you hold and you see demons. Kent saw it at Sundance. Oh, okay. But Maybe it's good that you were underwhelmed by the trailer. Well, the trailer was underwhelmed, but I'll tell you what, Zach, never before history has this happened. Kent liked it and Emily agreed. <laughs> what? Bizarre. Uh yeah. this is the scary movie of the year. And I know I just created a way too much hype for this movie, but this is a, a teen horror film from Australia. I saw this one at Sundance, and I cannot wait to see this movie again. Yeah. Genuinely um, scary. Another one I picked was Fool's Paradise. Uh, that's a... a Matthew McConaughey? A Charlie Day. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, where, where he directed and it's just really bizarre. He's like a really, Charlie Chaplin sort of character. Yeah, it's like this character. Yeah. It's this actor who is kind of a, a jerk, and then he gets kind of a doppelganger who doesn't mm-hmm. speak and then the doppelganger gets famous because he doesn't speak and it was a very intriguing trailer i want i want to know more about this yeah. uh blackberry which is based on the story of the creation of the blackberry which there, we've seen so many movies like this but it reminded me that it gave me that tetris vibe where i'm like yeah oh, there's an interesting story behind and that's this. jay brayershell and then glenn howerton from it's always sunny yeah and so. all of this is uh, i'm gonna throw it back a few extra years i feel like the founder kind of started this thing that was michael keaton yeah telling yeah. the story of mcdonald's right of crummy people right yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, like yeah. here's the real story now we're just gonna do that all yeah. the time still a michael j fox movie is a documentary about michael j fox it's that, amazing uh, you saw this yeah it I looks so good sentence. i cried I, I, bet. I cried at the trailer yeah I, um there's a movie called It's Quieter in Twilight. It's about the people who... It's a documentary about okay. the people who sent... Oh, Voyager? But it's a it's satellite. It just keeps on Forks going. Forks Washington, right? No. Uh, but I, it keeps, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a satellite that keeps... It's going out and out. Everyone's basically forgotten it there, but there's still people monitoring the signals coming back. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was just interesting to me. Hmm. Uh, Asteroid City, Wes Anderson's new film yeah. with Tom mm-hmm. Hanks and... Uh, uh, oh, Everyone's got the Johnson. There's Jason Schwartzman, of yeah, course. Visually, this uh, it's got the HDR effect, yeah. and it's like the sky's overly blue. It honestly, like looks like it will hurt my eyes. And mm. I, I can't. Honest, when the trailer popped up, I wasn't even like looking who it was by, and it popped up. And as soon as it went first frame, I'm like, oh, Wes Anderson. Is this? Yep, it's Wes Anderson. Movie, yeah, right? he's, he's become a trend on TikTok. Yeah, really terrible. Yeah, uh, and Indiana Jones: Dial of Destiny. That's fine. I'm not mad. I've, is it another curiosity thing? It is because. Maybe it's just because I've been watching, rewatching the old ones, the, the original trilogy, mm-hmm. the trilogy with my kids and really enjoying it. I was like, I'd love to see Indy do another venture that isn't 
the Crystal Skull. He's 81 years old. I don't want another adventure, but I hope this is a better <laughs> finale. It's funny. Just based on pictures and interviews with Harrison Ford, it's amazing how chipper he looks in a Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which at that time we're like, he's in he his 60s. He's so old. And it's like, whoa, he looks so young. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my honorable mentions, Kent. A lot are the same. Blackberry, uh, Fast X. I'm so curious about this sure. movie. I want it to Why be not? just as ridiculous as ever. Uh, Insidious, the Red Door. Yeah. And the uh, Insidious 2 was lesser than the first one. I really like the first one. No, the first one's good. Three and four were garbage. But this one is directed by Patrick Wilson, and it brings the family back from the first two, hmm. which it's going to be horrible, full of jump scares. But I'm just curious because I, I like the family in the story. Just admit it. Hmm. It's Rose Byrne. You want to see it because of Rose Byrne? Absolutely Rose Byrne. Yeah. And then uh, Talk to Me, which is fantastic. And another one I saw at Sundance is called Past Lives. And this is a Korean drama. Oh, it's with Kevin Spacey. He's a cat. No, it, oh. Oh, no, it is not. <laughs> Nine Lives. Oh. As Christopher Plummer, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> Past Lives is one of those movies where you'll probably hear about it when it comes down to Academy Award, like uh, best script or whatever, uh, best writing. This is a heartbreaking, beautiful movie. And... I will watch it again. But yeah, really excited too. I like that your most anticipated uh, movies are ones you've already seen. Yeah. I want to see them again. Th- this says. summer, you want other people to see this them. This summer has three movies I'm really excited for and two two or three that I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we are down to our number one. Which one do we want to hear about again? Oppenheimer or Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's so well, Dad. <laughs> but you're wrong because I chose The Wiggles Hot Potato, The Story of the Wiggles. It's a documentary <laughs> on Amazon Prime. It's coming out. I actually can't wait to watch that. <laughs> uh, no, I chose Spider-Man Across the, the Spider-Verse. This is kind of interesting because the directors, it's uh, Joaquin Dos Santos. It's his debut film. Uh, it's Justin K. Thompson, another director. It's his debut film. Hmm. And then it's Kemp Powers, who's only done one film, Soul. Oh. So it's these three kind of newer directors that are going on this movie that I went, okay. Are they so confident in the writing that they're like, yeah, we'll get first timers. This is Phil Lord and Christopher Miller uh, right. who are writing this one. So there's already that good backbone to this right. movie. Um, but I really... Even though I did already bash on Mission Impossible for being a part one, they are making Beyond the Spider-Verse, which is going to be released in 2024. But I do think this one's going to be probably my favorite, one of my favorite movies of the year. I okay. hope. I hope I so hope. too. Yeah. It's funny how few people saw the first Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. It and kind of it kind of did not do well at the yeah, box office. And now everyone is like, this will be one of the biggest movies of the year. Yeah. Time it's will tell. How, it's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, you know, a, a few people... Saw Batman Begins and You're right. everybody saw The Dark Knight. That's I mean, that's true. just how these things work. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. so I guess we're jumping over to my number one. Yeah, we all know what it is. No, I switched it from the beginning of the year because Mission Impossible used to be my number one. But yeah. now I've kind of created this inner hype. It is kind of inner dad hype, much like Joel's saying. But for me also, it is something, and granted, this is going to be a three-hour movie. But I am so excited for the score of this film. Like, this is the score done by... You didn't say it yet. Oh, Oppenheimer is oh, the movie. What? What? Uh, the score is done by Ludwig Gorenson, who did uh, Tenet, which I really yeah. appreciated. He does The Mandalorian. Oh, and also Black Panther. So, like, he's a talented guy. It's not Hans Zimmer, but that's okay. I think this guy is extremely talented. Did, did Christian Nolan and Hans Zimmer have a falling out? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I hope not. Hans Zimmer's a hack. He can be hackish, but he's also I, done I some of the most Han, amazing scores Hans, ever. Hans Zimmer's a little played out. Okay, I hear that. At this point. And I don't know if Hans Zimmer music would fit this movie. From what I'm hearing, I think this is what Nolan needs. This is a very personal movie. Granted, there are 700 people in the cast, but it's a very personal movie about real science. So it's not Nolan saying, I'm going to blow everyone's minds or at least try with my own science. This is him being like, let's follow the story of one of the most impactful people ever born. Yeah. 
And I am just so excited to see Killian Murphy succeed as a leading actor. Because to me, he feels like the anti-movie star because he just doesn't care about his own fame. Yeah, He's in projects and you see him as a character actor, but he is leading this thing. I hope he gets all the rec- recognition he deserves, although he'll probably still shy away from the media even after this. Um, I just can't wait. There is a meme of him, a disappointed Killian. Yes. And so every time when he's being asked a question or someone else is talking in an interview, he just looks like he's disappointed in you. No, they asked him, have you heard of the uh, Killian Murphy, disappointed Killian Murphy meme? And he said, what's a meme? Exactly. <laughs> what's a meme? Yeah. That, that, just, that, that said a lot Speaking about Speaking of inner dad energy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So yeah, this, I think among our two number ones, and Zach, do you have... Would you agree with I would, these? Uh, your top three. I, I don't yeah. know about my order, but your guys' top three is, is mine. It's okay. Dead, Dead Reckoning, Oppenheimer, and Spider-Man. I think those sure. are the movies of the summer. Yeah. And then uh, Curiosity with Barbie as well. And that said, we are not including uh, Guardians 3, which we will be reviewing next week, because that's right at the beginning of this month. Yes. And so, sorry, we didn't include it. it is one and of, I've lost some steam for it anyway. Sure. but it, Well, yeah, I agree. But it will be one of the bigger movies this summer, most likely. Yeah. I can see that. So it's not a slight. It's just that we'll be talking about it very soon. But if we did miss any that you are really excited for or that you want to bomb, let us know on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We want to hear from you. But before we go, we'd like to give some love to our patrons, including the I'm the Listener tier, which includes Stern Madam Hicks, Shannon West, Scott Sprague, Ryan and Marley, Rocky and Steph, Lady Terry A. Finley, Juice the Cooler King Swallow, Jennifer Kukowski, Dave Kelly, Casey Cummings, Briggs is Hot, Angela Plotz, Andrew in the Cold and Dark, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And then we have our Bacon Council, which includes the one, the only Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Star Wars expert Kyler, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Nicole D. Kale, Johnny English the Brick, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Glow Clint Daniel, Debbie Foster, and Bigger! Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You are the Oppen to our Heimer. I knew it. <laughs> we had to. <laughs> But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, at showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and visit at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, visit tpublic.com slash bacon sale, where you can get yourself some merch, all sorts of fun things in the store there and then if you like the show you like what's going on here and you want to support us further visit patreon.com slash bacon sale support starts at just three dollars a month and there's all sorts of fun behind the scenes goodies patreon.com slash bacon sale so until next time if you need me i'll be out putting strays to sleep the movie It's Ken fine. can't read the comments. He doesn't get to know what's in them. <laughs> I'm tall. We established this. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> really? You're going to dig down again? A little bit. Oh. So not the one you want to bomb the most. The one you want to bomb the fifth one. <laughs> but you're not counting Temple of Doom as religious artifacts because it's not Christian religious artifacts, Ken? Coughing is fine. Guys, if you know three things that I love in movies... It's talking animals, mm-hmm. excessive profanity, mm-hmm. and substituting real jokes for shock humor. It doesn't make any sense, Zach. It's great. If Michael Bay is tired of telling a story, it's probably time to move on. Roman numerals. Who is naming these Burger King executives? Yeah.
Wait, did you just review a movie based on its trailer? Yeah, I it's did. It's such a good trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a good trailer. I'm going to be If Melissa McCarthy gets stabbed with a boat, I'm in. Why is he Colossus from the X-Men video game? We've all got our skeletons, Ken. A poor, unfortunate, soulless remake. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Saving that for my review. Oh, yes. My you heard word. it first, folks. Sha-la-la-la-la-la. Ask consent before you get too close, and then you got to ask again. Give us a Black Cauldron remake, you cowards. We only see this camp twice a year. I don't know how much I like it. Tom Cruise did not put his life on the line for you guys to be so mocking right now. I was so mad that Shark didn't murder everyone on that beach. Four and seven is 11.